0: What's up y'all and welcome to Marley the Podcast where I use over a decade of experience in the health and fitness space to help you find what's gold and what's old so you can achieve all your health goals seamlessly. Boy, oh boy. When I say that taking up a new hobby can be the most rewarding and most humbling thing ever. I'm talking about snowboarding because for the last two months, I've been learning how to snowboard. And it's crazy because I've been on the mountain and I see these two-year-olds just zooming by me. They have no fear. They pick it up so quick. And I'm like, why as an adult, is it so much harder for us to pick up new hobbies and habits and I'm like, but does it really have to suck like that? So I wanted to talk about some epiphanies I've had both on and off the mountain because I've realized that we approach learning new things in a specific way and that shapes how we actually pick up those new habits. And if you know anything about me, I've talked about this numerous times, how I never grew up playing sports, like none. I'm talking about at summer camp, I would, you know, play recreationally with other kids, but I never played sports seriously. I danced a little bit growing up, but that was it. So I had zero previous experience with any kind of sport, which made learning snowboarding 10 times harder. And this was really evident because Juan grew up and he skateboarded and he surfed for most of his life. So he got out there, he watched YouTube videos, and he legitimately learned how to snowboard in one day. By the second day he went out, he was already going down the mountain without falling. He was already understanding turns. And I'm like, oh, I wish that could have been my journey, but it's not. So I wanted to shed light on how even if things feel really hard when you are first learning them, there's a couple of ways to make it so much easier on yourself so that you don't feel like you have to be perfect when picking up something new. Because for me, I know that is something that I struggle with. If I do something the first couple of times and I'm not good at it, I immediately am like, oh, this is not for me. And I have to rewire my brain into thinking it doesn't mean that it's hard forever. You're just new at it. So it's going to be hard for now. And it can relate to so many different things, whether that is sports, whether that is anything to do with your health and fitness goals. Like tracking macros sucked for me in the beginning. The gym was not easy. Five pounds felt super heavy, but it took practicing and having guidance through those experiences Because if I would have never dated the boyfriend I had in college, I wouldn't have had the understanding in the gym that I do now because he was training to be a personal trainer. So we would go in there, he would assess my form and tell me, you know, things to look out for and what I could improve on during certain exercises. So that really helped propel me to feel more confident and comfortable in the gym because I knew that what I was doing was improving over time. So having that second set of eyes was a really big factor of why I stuck it out because when we're doing it by ourselves and we're like, I don't know if it's right. It's a lot harder for you to keep showing up because you're like, am I doing the right things? Am I not? And there is a science to learning new things as well. And it's all about neuroplasticity. So when you're younger, your brain is far more plastic. You don't have as concrete neural pathways that are set, which means change is so much easier to be able to pick up. But as an adult, we have driven the same way to work for X amount of years. We do the same things and that forms those neural pathways. So if we add anything new into the mix, our brains are like, what are you doing? And it takes a little bit more time for our brains to catch up to that new task that we are trying to incorporate. So there is more of a learning curve. And like I mentioned earlier in the episode, I talked about how there are two, three-year-olds just zooming down the mountain. They don't have these same pathways already established. They're starting to do that, but they really can pick up skills and they have almost no fear because when I first got out there, I remember just being afraid of how others would perceive me and how that was such a big part of the journey early on because I'm like I don't want other people to see me fall like I'm a grown adult. Kids don't have that same mentality. They just are like I'm going to go and they don't have that fear. So It's really our own mindset that can hold us back when we are actually trying to get into something new. So it takes just falling and getting back up and understanding that you do so more gracefully every time. And I'll tell you what, the bruises I had early on will tell you that I was not graceful. But over time, I don't really have bruises anymore. I'm not falling as often. It's become a lot more fun because I've learned the basics And started very small. So it's not like I learned everything at once. It was like, okay, you have this down. Now we're going to add on to that. Okay, now you have that down. Now we're going to add on to that. So it's not about throwing all the information your way and being like, here you go, pick it up. It's about setting smaller goals and milestones along the way to make it more manageable. And that way you're not getting super frustrated. Because for me, if I have to do too many tasks or learn too many new things at once, I'm like my brain almost like short circuits for a minute and I'm like, oh my God, how am I gonna piece this together? And there were even a couple times on the mountain where I'm like, this is a lot of information because I went through ski school. I hired instructors. I did three different lessons, which I would not be where I am today if I wouldn't have invested the time and energy into that. And it's crazy because I know so many friends out here in Colorado that have never done lessons. This is their second or third year living here. And they're like, yeah, I feel like I am not great at going snowboarding yet. And I'm like, damn, I'm going down the mountain. I feel comfortable. I can turn. I can veer around people. And if I wouldn't have had those lessons, I would not be nearly as far as I am now. But having someone there to personally teach me how to do things and show me ways to really understand the concepts in a way that I understand it best is huge because I'm a visual learner. I could be in a classroom and someone could tell me, this is how you do it. But until I actually get my hands on it and see someone do that specific thing, you know, like getting up on your snowboard or turning. Unless I'm seeing someone do that, you can explain it to me all you want, but I'm not going to really be able to visualize and understand what you are talking about. So understanding your best learning style is something that is great to look for when you are learning something new, or you're trying to get support from someone is if you know how you learn best, that's how you want someone to teach you. Because some people do learn best from just reading things in a book and being able to apply it. Some people learn best from watching YouTube videos and then they can apply it, right? Some people need that more hands-on approach and then they can apply it. So just understanding your best mechanism for learning is going to be such a valuable tool for you because there are are different coaches for every aspect of life. It can be a financial advisor. It can be a mentor in your business. It can be a health and fitness coach like I do. So there are so many different people out there that can offer support in whatever area of your life you were looking for, but meshing well with them and understanding their teaching style and your learning style going to be how you get from point A to point B faster than if you were doing it yourself. Because like I mentioned, if I were to do it myself and just watch YouTube videos and trial and error down the mountain, I would have so many bruises still. I would be miserable. I wouldn't really be able to do runs down the mountain. So I'm only two months in and I've surpassed people who've been doing it for longer because I invested time and energy and a little bit of money up front to be able to have someone show me the ropes because they've been where I've been. And I know that... There's almost this expectation of not falling or not stumbling when you first start something new. And it's not a matter of if that happens because it is going to happen. You're not going to show up and be perfect at everything you pick up. Some people are more inclined to specific things, but it's really a matter of when, when you're going to fall, when you're going to stumble or trip or not understand a concept, but it's crazy because no one else is expecting you to be great at something at first. And this is a personal struggle that I navigate on a almost daily basis because I have really high expectations of myself and it's that perfectionism I've talked about before where perfectionism is procrastination. It is holding you back from learning new things, from becoming the person you want to become because you're focused so much on doing it perfect that you're not even allowing yourself to show up and learn from that instance. And it's something that I've had to really call myself out on in many instances. And I've noticed this a lot, especially with snowboarding is I'll get really frustrated and I'm like, Oh my God, I can't seem to nail this specific move, or I can't seem to do that without falling. But now that I'm a little bit of time in, And I've been able to piece those lessons together and all the different skills together. I see, oh, okay, this is why this happened the way it did. And I might not have understood it when it was happening. And I might've gotten really frustrated and upset and overwhelmed. But if I wouldn't have had those feelings and if I wouldn't have continued going through that, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be able to go down the mountain. I wouldn't be able to be way less exhausted than before because the act of falling and getting up 20 bajillion times in a day was so exhausted. I would pass out in the car on the way home almost every time without fail. And now... We can go a whole day and it's not as exhausting. So there are small achievements and milestones to lead up to where you want to be when learning a new skill. And I know that doing it as an adult seems really, really hard, but having the right tools, having the right support, having those small milestones to be able to achieve along the way are really going to make it manageable for you to pick up anything new that you want to achieve. So don't let age be a factor in deciding whether or not you can do something because you can do anything. Make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already and Head on over to my Instagram at Marley Rosano to check out even more helpful content.